0: What's up everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today on the show, I got Earthling VIP. Students of the game, beings of the earth, Hannah and Nick of Earthling VIP. Two super positive people that I know very well. They shopped at the Rose Bowl for years. Last year at this time, they had a huge pop-up in their house that they turned into a store. Now they've moved on up to a really sick live workspace in LA and tomorrow or Saturday, which is tomorrow because I'm dropping this Friday. They are dropping a 1,000-piece collection. All hammers, all hammers, as we say on this show, okay? Truly genuine, really happy, really positive, really uplifting people. And, you know, I want to say something about that. You know, it's a choice being happy, people. It's a choice. Every day you get a choice to be happy. My homeboy Pete's meat. One night at the came to the Rose Bowl and I had a bad day. I was like super grumpy and shitty at the Rose Bowl. And he was like, you know, dog, you got one chance. You got one day. You got one day a month at the Rose Bowl. You might as well have fun. You might as well enjoy it. You might as well make it a good one. And, you know, that stuck with me. And I'm like, you know what? That's every day. We have one day. All we have is now. All we have is today. You might as well make the choice to be happy, make it a good one, accomplish something, teach someone something, uplift somebody's day. You know, that's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to be doing every day. There are no bad days. Make it a good day. And I feel like Nick and Hannah of Earthling VIP get it. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get into the episode.
1: Yo. All right,
0: all right. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for coming on. Yo, thank you for having us. We're we're very hyped.
1: This is Kind of long overdue.
0: I should have had you guys on a while ago. Fuck.
1: It's all good. You Perfect know. Perfect timing, yeah. I would say. Everything happens timing. for a reason. It's never you know, too late.
0: <laughs> um, Earthling VIP, Hannah and Nick.
1: Yes, sir. What's up?
0: What's up? We uh-huh. first met at the Rose Bowl gonna tell the story right. so you guys would come to the rose bowl hella early you guys were like crushing <laughs> the early morning vibes i'm talking beating the japanese most of the time
1: oh yeah <laughs> at one point like people started selling outside the parking lot too so we would we would never all go nighters. to sleep we would pull all-nighters we'd have like five to ten of the homies over we'd stay up all night we'd make night. it a thing
2: we just we'd like get
1: a whole ass vibe we would
2: wait to get like food and coffee till like Eleven or twelve at night, so One. it would just like juice us up, and we'd be like, "We only got like two and a half more hours till people are setting up at Rose Bowl," so we just get like oh, super God. excited, yes. and we would always hit your booth first. Like besides the people that were set up outside, yeah, so we, got in, the we got in
1: first I wouldn't even know, go. Shot. You guys are
0: like go helping places. us unpack boxes. You guys are like putting shit on yeah. the track. You guys are literally there at like four a.m. Always first, but it wasn't even that long ago. Like when did you move to Cali and start coming to bowl because I feel like it was only what like three years ago was it even that long
1: probably about three or four years ago we moved out here I think five Five years ago or five and 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 a
0: half almost
2: now
1: okay we actually moved out here to get into a little bit of like the dance industry and like the commercial industry we were always thrifting and super into clothes like we used to actually yeah. go on the website. Their website. Yeah, yo, I've like snapbacks. Yeah, I've
2: like me and my homie Jahi, um, <laughs> and my homie Dum Dum from high school used to like just surf Evan Frank the website, page. like, in like when I was like, I'm telling you, when I was like, thirteen, fourteen, when you guys like Shorty. had like hundreds of snapbacks, because I was like big into snapback collecting early on. I have like early videos.
1: Oh of my me God. like
2: going through snapback showing like tag in the front and the green underbill and like it was sports specialties, whether it was like a script or like
1: it was so funny. So I was like,
2: I was using your guys's website as like a, uh, as like what to look for,
0: you know, essentially. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot. It's funny. I didn't even, yeah. know, I didn't even know back in the day that that's what was going on because communication was way less back then. Like it wasn't like yeah. right, right. so nobody was talking as much. So I just would see like sales come through, but. Then later yeah. on people were telling me I'd be in the thrift and I'd open up the site to see if you guys had it. And then I'd buy yeah. it and Found something, you know? Yeah. No, no, sure. that's so
1: true. Cause there was no like platform or like place you would look at to like justify what and, you like, found. Yeah. We didn't there know was about only a few people. Like we really only knew of uh, you guys. There was not really that many other people like doing stuff. Yeah. Either. Like I may,
2: I maybe followed like a couple of dudes on, uh, on YouTube, like,
1: Mostly early like on. Yeah, like just hat pages. There's
2: like this one other account that I followed that was like Professor Snap. Yeah. And I he remember did like sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was like maybe two other people. I can't think of their names right now, but I remember I he learned how to like hat. Yeah, like I remember doing like yeah, like trying to learn how to like switch the snaps out and like you know, I'm he silly. taught like tutorials on how to like reshape hats and stuff yeah, like that because totally. We find them so beat up and
0: yeah, and yeah, the, the snap swap was big when uh, Don yeah. was doing it yeah and then everyone everyone did the brim the brim swap with like interesting fabrics and shit yeah yeah the brim swap i remember like um
2: one of my homies did like a crazy brim swap one time of like he had like this like space like outer space uh fabric and he like covered it on a on a rocket's hat and it just looked so crazy like we were freaking out back then it was like the simplest things we'd freak out about like starter jackets like and stuff like and now it's pretty crazy like you don't even we look right past that stuff even like days. those
1: denim looney tunes jackets yeah. like when you found one of those at the third you're like i just came up. you're just like that is the
2: firest thing i've ever found in my life like it wasn't you know like a disney t-shirt or like whatever but it I mean, is like, wild you
0: know, how it's morphed from like it used to be kind of like more versatile in garment type right yeah yeah now it's it's all very fucking straightforward t-shirts 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 yeah yeah it's crazy
1: because we collect a lot of like jackets and vests and overalls and stuff like that pants we have hello pants but we sell a lot of t-shirts because it's fun to curate and collect them in a certain way because they're all within the same uh, style but for us like we got into vintage because it cuts and like yeah like i would go cool straight cuts. to the
2: women's section yeah like
1: we used I to go... both i wear men's clothes and you wear women's clothes yeah
2: like honestly i would go to the women's section and find like the crewneck section in the thrift store and the women's section always had the craziest crewnecks like they the would like embroidery. the color block ones and like yeah. the ones with like the collars or like crazy button-ups too like the long like silk button-ups i would find like xl like women's xl or double xl like and that should, that would fit because they had like a little bit of shorter arms but if you got them bigger they would fit length and yeah it was
0: so crazy I, um i know that about you guys your style is <laughs> is sick i love this style um <laughs> and i know you guys don't like you guys have crazy t-shirts but half the time i see you guys you guys are wearing like a button-up or some interesting right. outfit beyond just the round yeah it's rad i, I think the t-shirts told- are well, sorry i'll let you finish well no i just want to know like you know, obviously you guys get fired up on finding some killer tees, but like, what really fires you up about personal clothes when you find it?
1: I don't know. It's more like...
2: I mean, we we started like, we started with our personal, like...
1: Yeah. We only started selling because we started collecting so much stuff and we, he used to sell to the homies in high school and we used to like lace off people. my back people
2: would be like yo how much yeah. that jacket and i'm like wait what And what? Then i think about it like wait i got this for a dollar at the store i'm like yo 10 bucks here take it like you know and oh, i yeah. feel
1: like, oh, shit. like like throwing back to what hypes us up is because t-shirts sometimes you find the same t-shirts and they may be the grail or like the shirt that's going for 1500 3000 and some of those are really dope but the stuff that really hypes us up is the stuff you don't see often. Like, I'm wearing these uh, overalls that are, like,
0: they're cheetah crazy.
1: plaid, like, in floral. Yeah, and they're, like, like color block. Yeah. Are they're there, so sick. Is
0: that a homemade garment? Like or is that, is that is that a real manufactured garment?
1: No, yeah. Someone actually made them. I don't even know looks brand, like some but Looks
2: like some grandma just made these in, like, sick. the 80s. Kind of like,
1: like some Chico, like, vibes. Yeah, do you know
2: the brand Chico? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that brand, like
2: that's like that's the women's coat. section shit I'm always talking about. I'm like, we have like these crazy jackets that we found um from We them. both
1: have one. Yeah, yeah, and
2: we we found one like years ago, like back living in Minnesota and then came out here and we're we were at like a savers one time like, like the this first is like 20 we moved out yeah this is like 2015 like when we first came out the here the first
1: one we found in like 2013 2014 yeah and then yeah.
2: yeah and we found the matching one it's like a size small that fits her really good and then a size xl that fits me really good it's
1: like just a crazy white jacket with all this like design and like black zigzag and, stitching all over embroidery, it. and it so, has so like crazy. faces on it it's super crazy but those are the pieces that you know like no one else is gonna have those because they're so unique. Yeah. And then the T-shirts, of course, represent a lot of history because they usually have prints or groups or yeah like, licensing. A lot of yeah. a lot of
2: places, like you know, I mean, obviously music stuff and that's why we love rides and too. destinations and places would always have tees. So it's like it it kind of became a custom to us to just sell the tees because I guess we in a way we just we were we cared least about those so mm-hmm. we're like we're down to sell those like, we
1: still have way too many t-shirts. yeah i mean we,
2: like when it comes to style like t-shirt is probably like the basic most basic thing to wear
1: is how and you it's, dress like, the t-shirt up. yeah what it's how paint. you spice
2: it up with everything else is what makes totally. it cool it's like you know, you know i was thinking about, about this and, a lot
0: actually lately because i was like you know I in. I'm in, I'm in vintage, I'm in fashion. I do Frankie, I, I make reworks, yeah. I like, mean it, but I'm not like, I don't consider myself like a fashion guy, but yeah. um, it's like, you can't, you can't buy style, right? I was and it's like, right. a lot of the, a lot of kids right now are like, I'm going to buy my way into looking cool by right. spending a lot of money on a t-shirt, which is yeah. fine. But like, if you can't wear it right with the right outfit or the right shoes or the right pants, like you can't just throw yeah. it all together.
1: Yeah, you're not doing the t-shirt like justice. It's like how you put it together is what makes it like
2: shine. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I mean, that goes back to like b-boying for me. It's like I've been breaking since I was six years old. And like being a b-boy, all you you cared about was like when you were going to an event, to a battle, when you were doing anything like that, you cared about. All I cared about was, yo, I got to be the freshest one in the room. Like I got to be head to toe everything needs to coordinate, everything, everything needs to match, everything needs to look right, whether it was like I was wearing Puma sweats with the Puma sweatsuit and the Kangol hat, like whatever it was, like it just had to coordinate, had to go together. If and you weren't like,
1: fly, you already got. You already smoked. lost.
2: You already <laughs> lost the battle. You well, that's it because it,
0: it's performance art, man. It all goes together. Yeah. It's part of the package deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, like in in breaking and like the hip hop
2: community, you can't wear Nikes and Adidas together. Like you get, get clown. Like if you walk yeah. out, even if you're wearing Nike socks and Adidas, it's like <laughs> nope, you lost the battle. And like someone will point at it and be like, no, bro, like those are. So like, during, those? During, as battle, far as
0: breaking goes, like which one reigns supreme, Nike or Adidas? What was that?
1: Oh, for... Like oh. brand reigns
0: supreme in the breaking world, because to me, I mean, I I, I have my pick, but what's your pick?
2: <laughs> so, see, that's the thing. It's like, it's so hard for me to pick favorites. Like, if I'm going to... I mean, Nike and Adidas... It depends on the shoot, because yeah. it's they like, for Giselles
1: us, or, like, Blazers, like... Yeah,
2: I don't know. Honestly, when, it, we when were, I was like, young, like, too. yeah, when I was younger, like, in the b-boy world, it was Pumas
1: yeah puma's yeah religious.
2: like i know you said nike or adidas and but
1: puma isn't yeah, they the brothers puma
2: and adidas are brothers
0: yeah yeah i knew that
1: yeah but yeah. like
2: um but yeah i don't know for yeah i was I'll, I'll like
0: to, for me i just it, I, I like it i, I go mean the back adidas, adidas is very sure, fast yeah. yeah no it's <laughs> because sure. the track suits because like those, yeah everybody rocked the track suits
1: Tracksuits were it. Like no, yeah. tracksuits are still it. Yeah,
2: no, yeah. We'll still we still have two like when we find a full set or if we find I just
1: got this Nike orange like vibrant sun color tracksuit and I was yeah. we actually got it to sell it at this other spot that we sell a lot of cuts and colors and no t shirts, but it came in and I was like, No, I have to keep this yeah. just, just right. off of principle. Like Yeah, but yeah,
2: no, I, I do agree with you. Like it was definitely like the the popular was definitely adidas when it came to like in the b-boy world but nowadays mm-hmm. i'm sure like yeah and puma for sure is like just
0: so official and, and I actually used to, i used to fuck with puma suede's heavy before yeah. i was yeah. buying real skate shoes and clides learn to skate yeah. in puma suede's man i had like yeah. yeah
1: and some pf flyers too. yo like those are always classic. crazy story
0: about puma so
2: years and years years ago um so I, I'm, we're both originally from, uh, from Minnesota and the Mall of America is in Minnesota. And like, anytime you wanted to go get anything new, it was like, that's the only place in Minnesota like that has anything. And so I was probably like 10 or 11 years old and I'm with my friend and his dad and we walk into the Puma store and we just start chopping it up with the manager and they like start finding out that we're dancers. And we start telling them like, yeah, we're dancers. And they're like, yo, we have a DJ that comes on Saturday if you guys want to come to the Puma store and break dance, like during the DJ, we'll give you guys free shoes. And we're like, what? And it like blew our minds. So I used to go to the Puma store, like from like age 10, all the way up until I was like 16. And After I turned 16, I actually started working at the Puma store um, as an employee. But before then, I would work for free clothes. And like, it was, it was the craziest thing. Every two or three times I would go there you have to go there three Saturdays in a row and I would get a free pair of shoes but every time I went I would get a free like t-shirt or a jacket or whatever so I would slowly build my collection of Puma stuff just off of going to the Puma store and dancing for them and we would we would bring in like crazy crowds because I it was just me and my friend that uh originally showed up there but we started bringing like everybody so it was like 20-30 b-boys all break dancing in the Puma store and we would get like 40 50 60 even like 100 people watching cuz the Puma store was huge in the you mall of America. They were
0: dancing for your gear, dude.
1: That's so sick. Yeah, yeah, so crazy. It was crazy. I remember when you started like actually working there to get paid, um that's when we started like really going out and I used to go there and get the kids Puma shoes for oh, like yep. $15, Yo, $12. They had the best like,
2: they had the best um the deals were like crazy. yeah, like employee discount was 60%. It's like the most like most places are like twenty percent, thirty percent. It was sixty percent off. Even
1: at the outlets, the Puma outlets, you could get sixty percent. So they were already fifty percent off
2: plus our our discount. They came down to like seventeen dollars for her. At one
1: point, we were only wearing Pumas. (laughs) Yeah, it was. was So so I got a funny
0: breakdown story. My dad, when we were like, when we were like, ah man, me and Jesse, I might have been like six and he might have been eight or maybe seven and nine. I don't know, but. uh my dad, we lived in Niagara, which is Canada, and my, it's yeah. right near the border, right, to Buffalo. My dad's store was in Buffalo, New York, right? Buffalo's, Big. at that point, it was like kind of a rough city, but he had this right. store on Elmwood, and there and was uh, these dudes would breakdance outside the store. And I don't know if we, how we kind of were, I don't know how it came about, but he ended up getting these guys. He's like, can you come breakdance for my son's birthday party? And no teach way. all the kids to break dance
1: Yeah, so, so
0: sick. We're literally, like, in the backyard on our patio with these dudes from Buffalo. And we're, like, six-year-old kids from Canada. And they come <laughs> and they give us this whole, like, breakdance lesson. Um, I it was love it. Sick. It was super sick. Yeah, I love.
1: That's so ill, honestly. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, that's so sick. I actually, for a pretty long time, I after I turned 16, I like we both have been uh dancing at like a dance studio since we were pretty young and um the hip hop like class like cuz there's hip hop class which is like hip hop choreography that's not yeah. necessarily like the breaking it's not like yeah it's not like the elements cuz there's very like there's popping locking breaking there's like a little elements House. within yeah there's little elements within hip hop dance but then there's like hip hop choreography which is like which a little a bit more commercial scene. But, and they would kind of teach a little bit more of like the commercial side, but I was one of the only kids that would like go to the actual breaking events. I'd go to jams, I would go to concerts and we would actually like cipher on some like real hip hop, like, you know, really, really, really like working through the elements. And so one of my teachers actually um, ended up like quitting out of nowhere. And I just started, uh, I started teaching the class. So I actually like started, I took over my dance class for like three four years and they actually just ended up hiring me but like at first it was just like the teacher quit and they like they were like yo nick's like the only one that really knows what he's talking about in this class
0: so start teaching the kids and so i was just like teaching all my friends and stuff so you guys came out to dance did you ever get in the scene in la or did you just go right into vintage yeah
1: we did a little bit of stuff in the scene like
0: call real quick sorry yeah
1: homie's dropping off some. He's dropping something stuff off, right okay. now. we did a little bit of small commercials here and there like yeah. samsung like random like little gigs like that and oh shoot can you still see me no but okay here we go yeah there we know. go <laughs> um yeah we used to do small little gigs but stuff in the commercial industry doesn't hit like the art form of dancing because you're just being told what to do put your arms here do this do these moves instead of the actual art of dancing is we're we're freestyle dancers so we're not really i mean we used to train and getting told what to do as well as certain things we did tab jazz all that stuff but the real art form is freestyling and that's when you just let your body tell you what to do to the music. You don't really wanna have to be told all the time what to do and in the industry, it kind of like degrades your art form after a while. You feel like you don't love it as much because you have to do stuff for money and anytime you work for money and something like as an artist, it kind of makes you lose like the love of it for why you started to do it. So, and Nick used to street perform in Venice, so I used to flip around with all the cats in Venice on concrete and just like ask for money on the street. But that's kind of not why we came out here. We really just wanted to come into the scene. We used to go to battles a lot and just cypher. Um, I was more of just a cypher cat and he, he has a crew so he used to battle at a lot of jams. and um how does
0: one like i i hear the, i i know the i know how it works it's like you you once you take your art and try to make yeah. it a job it's like a lot of people lose stuff right so a lot of people are yeah. like i'm never gonna try to monetize what i love because I'm back. i i want to keep it like pure but yeah. some people do and like how where do yeah. they find the balance there and how do they figure that shit out because about, i hear the same right, story like, like you said yeah. a lot
1: yeah, I feel like a lot of times people can't balance it, but I have a couple of homies, like Ian, a couple of homies in the industry yeah. who all they do is dance for their living, but they're the ones like creating the videos and the concepts. Like Someone will hire them for like a drink company, and they give them full artistic creative control. Creative control. And that's the way where that's the way you can create exactly what you want to do, and you're being... Pure about your art and not yeah. sacrificing like your a level love for, though, right? where, yeah
0: like he hit that level exactly. where trust him now to just to do his own own deal and they right
1: yeah exactly creatively and yeah and dance is just spontaneous so you don't want to always plan when you have to dance like when the music's just on and you're vibing you yeah. just start getting down yeah <laughs> it's
2: just like natural like you yeah. just gotta
1: and we feel like we can sell get into vintage and still keep our love for the art peer and not have to sacrifice that because selling vintage, it doesn't feel like I'm losing the love of clothes or fashion or style while you're doing it. Taking it back
2: to like what actually like when we actually really started, like when we realized like, okay, we can sell clothes for a living. Like when that Mm -hmm. happened, I was street performing on Venice. Mm -hmm. So I had, um, just moved out here we had been out here for what like a year maybe yeah. and you know we saved up some money to be like yo we're gonna go chase our dreams in LA you know what I mean and that was kind of the move it was like we were artists and we we're like yo we
1: worked one whole summer so yeah we and we're like somewhere.
2: you know Minnesota you can't really like make it in Minnesota you know so we were like you know LA is the best bet it was either New York or LA and she lived in New York for a year um, she went to a A dance um thing called Alvin Ailey. I'm sure you've actually we actually got a Alvin Ailey t shirt from you guys. Um, It's like
1: a dance company, so I got to go like dance. Yeah, she got like a scholarship to it was just purely dance and the art and that's all it was. It's more like West African dance, um modern, modern, contemporary, everything kinda. Um it was super dope.
2: Yeah. So but we were talking one time on uh on FaceTime like cuz we were we were dating at the time and we were doing the long distance thing and we we kind of just were like yo what's next for you are you trying to stay in, in New York or are you trying to come back to Minnesota and she was like uh New York's cool but like I'm thinking of maybe trying something new and I was like yo I kind of want to go check out LA like I don't know what's up with LA and she's like yo I'm I'm about that so we just like we started saving money and from that conversation I was like I'm going to save up like 10 grand and so I saved up as much money as I could. We went out there and we were just like, let's, we don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to, we're going to figure it out. We know we're artists and we're creative. And I was like, LA is the place to be. There's more creatives out there. There's more artists out there than there is out here in Minnesota. So she came back for the summer. She worked a whole bunch. I worked like three jobs. Worked she worked like three jobs. Three
1: or four jobs. We yeah. were like,
2: no chill with anybody. It was just like,
1: boom, boom, Six boom, a boom. A boom. A yeah. Like, and like, and like. we were
2: just like, all right, we're making it to LA. And then we came out to LA. Um, we kind of like didn't get a job or anything out here right away. We were just kind of like enjoying life, and like that money went trying to sh- find
1: this right life. down. Yeah, and we we're like, Oh, like, shit thug. like,
2: <laughs> we're running down to like our last thousand dollars. Like, we need to figure something out. And so, um, probably
1: less than that. <laughs> yeah, probably
2: even less than that. <laughs>
1: like, 300. Yeah,
2: and so we were like, We got to figure something out. And I, I randomly uh met some homies through like the breaking uh through the breaking community out here because like me and my homie uh came out here uh we had another homie come through from minnesota as well and he was also a breakers we're we're in the same crew and everything so we were just battling a lot and like you would win money if you want a battle you'd win like you know depending on how big the battle was like a 100 bucks for like a really small battle 500. maybe 500 or like you know 250 each or you know but nothing big like not enough to pay the bills really so we were like yo we got to get into something else and then we seen like some street street performers and we were like yo like these dudes like we met them we're like yo they're making money like out here we can see like they're they're doing shows they have it all organized and everything and so we just started doing that we got in there and it was cool It was like a 100 bucks a day basically you know and it's like that was enough to pay our rent we only had to pay like 1200 between the two of us and it was like i had to work like six days to like put put up my little you know 600 or whatever and so it was it was cool and at that point we had done that and I got used to just street performing and doing that every single day. And at a certain point, like,
1: you never want to stay comfortable. Like, yeah, and, our thing is get the fire under your ass and like yeah, and just move. There.
2: And so like, I kind of got comfortable doing that. And like, also it kind of sucked out a lot of the love for the dance. I would, I would street perform all day. I'd be in the sun, 90 degree weather, out on Venice beach, yeah. dancing, flipping all this stuff. It and it was sense. like, yeah. And I was just like, I wasn't even like, cause the way I dance, I don't really like to like organize. I'm a, I'm like a freestyler. So I'll just go out there, the music's on and I just do my thing. And like, whatever happens, happens. I might fall on my face. I might not like, I just try stuff. I do random things and hope it works out. Like, I'm just kind of like that. And with, with the street performing, you had to be very organized. You had to be very, you had to do the same thing every day. And it just, it, I kind of just like, I like to have fun and like try new things. And like, you can't really do that once you street perform is like, you have to do very specific moves you have to do very safe moves yeah you have to like you know like I would I, I, I busted my knee really bad out there like mess my back up mess my neck up like I was hurting myself crazy all the time because I'm just a wild dancer I'll just try something and on the concrete I'm doing elbow spins head spins like all this crazy stuff and I'm like like just getting injured and hurt and I'm like yo like I'm I'm beat like I'm beating myself up and then I get home and I want to dance more like on the creative tip versus like the, for the money. And I don't even have the energy. I'm just like, yo, I don't even have energy to do this. I'm gonna just knock out, wake up, go do it for the money. And it just like, it kind of turned into like I was doing it for the money instead of doing it for the love. And so that's what made me be like, yo, I'm sick of this. And like, we slowly, slowly kind of like got away from that. And she was actually selling crystal wrap necklaces. Um, She had her own little business doing that, and she was selling at the Melrose Flea. Oh, at the Uh, Flea.
1: That's when we started getting into the Melrose Flea. I was actually working at a weed shop in Venice, so we could both go to Venice and then come back. And then randomly, we went back to visit a family over like Christmas or something like that. And while we were back home we just went and met up with a bunch of the homies and the energy was super good. And we're like, yo, I don't really want to go back and do what we were doing before. So we both kind of made a pack and we're like, yo, let's quit. Street performing. I Like we kind of
2: didn't just, even
1: have that much money, but we were like, yeah, we we're, were going to figure it out. We had enough money to pay that month's rent. And we were like, all right, next we month we got to figure out how to make yeah, some money. We basically <laughs> had
2: like a month to like get ourselves in a whole new
0: world and fire that's the fire under
1: you yeah Yeah. and that was
2: it and like that's kind of been a repeated thing for us for you know these steps up into where we are now yeah so like
1: we didn't expect it
2: yeah we kind of um we kind of were like yo let's go back I'm not, I literally just didn't show up to the beach anymore. Cause it wasn't like I had a job. It wasn't like, you know, someone I had to call in and like clock in. It was just like, you, sh- anybody that showed up sometimes at the beach, there'd be four people that was street performed. Sometimes there'd be 15. Like whoever showed up I that day, question
0: about this, like I've seen the yeah. dudes at Venice, right? I've been out there a lot. I used to stay in Venice all the time when I came out yeah. and uh, like, did you just like join up with random crew and you just go out there and be like, can I dance with you guys?
2: Well, kind of, but not really. Like, so like I said, like in the breaking scene, like, everyone's pretty much knows each other and like me and uh when we first came out here we kind of like we were at every event every battle and so everyone kind of met us as kind of like the new kids that were like out out in LA like killing it we won like a couple events and so we kind of just met it met the right people and we were like yo like y'all street perform oh that's dope like yo maybe we'll come out there one day and, and try it with you guys and they were like yeah come out bro like it'll be dope and like it was fun in the beginning for sure like I loved it in the beginning and then there's like a ringleader to too where, right
0: there's like a point what? man there's like a ringleader who who gets the crowd going too yeah
2: yeah, yeah it's, a, it's whole a whole thing they have like, like manipulative they have a <laughs> I mean, it's cool like I respect what they do it's just like I couldn't I couldn't yeah. do it anymore you know like oh, I, I feel, I feel for... you man
0: that's got to be taxing dude that's like full-on everything yeah every
2: it was a lot, you know, and, like, it was fun for what it was, like, I definitely wouldn't change anything about what I, what happened, like, you of know, I, I I definitely loved it for, for a short period of time, and at a certain point, I just got, I kind of ran out of energy with it, and I was like, this isn't me, like, I'm a, I'm really a b-boy, I'm not really out here trying to, like, it was like, you had to be, like, you know, very theatrical, like, you know what time is it showtime like very like oh it's just like i don't know i can't i can't (laughs) do that you know it's like i like to be in the ciphers it gets hard
0: to watch after you've seen it like five times too you're like yeah, especially when you
2: do it i would do it four times a day every day of the week like no days off like monday through sunday every single day it was there's no time where you wouldn't be there and like venice is a very like touristy area so it was like if you missed a day you missed money and it's like even though 100 bucks a day isn't that much like you go seven it's days good. that's 700 you know and it's like a whole month like that's three grand you know 30 days Girl i was became, like yeah we were, a month. yeah we were good like i was it was it was cool but like
1: i don't know it couldn't last forever, couldn't last like, forever. Yeah, yeah and i
2: was just like i felt stagnant out here i was like what am i just gonna street perform for the rest of my life out here like no, that's not a thing <laughs> i didn't come out to la to just street perform like i i definitely wanted to keep dancing and like that that's never gonna leave but we kind of like you know when it came to melrose I had kind of went with her to Melrose a couple of times because at first it was just her and the, the crystal wrap necklaces. So she would like hand wrap, you know, necklaces and stones and make necklaces out of them, earrings and stuff like that. And
1: Most we were selling would. them for
2: like, you know, like 30, 40 bucks a piece. Like she would hand wrap them up and we would buy like nice expensive stones. Like we would buy like 10, we, $15 stones. We used to stones. just wrap them
1: for ourselves. So we were like, fuck it. We need to make money of something. Yeah. And we still had a, a bunch of clothes, but never switched in our brain to think of that till yeah. we went to melrose and, and I, I remember everyone... i walked into someone's booth
0: and i oh, And so you, much then you started seeing other other people selling at the flea and well, yeah
1: yeah that and people used to walk up to both of us because we would dress how we dress still yeah, so back like, then and they would be like yo where's your booth at and they'd come to our booth and they'd be like yo where's the clothes i thought yeah, you guys was, were clothing it vendors was actually really funny in vintage and they were like and we went back home like that night when it really sunk in we went back home and we were like yeah, we have hundreds of vintage pieces like, in our I closet. Like, when I tell you,
2: like, hundreds. even before we ever sold anything, we had thousands so of pieces. Much like, shit. we were just hoarders of vintage clothes, but we didn't have, we like, got it
1: for cheap, we right? didn't have heat
2: like, not grails these days. Like, we just had, like, 50 button-ups, yeah. 40, 60 pairs of pants, like. Some Stussy pieces. Yeah, we that was like,
1: the grails we had was, like.
2: Yeah, some, like, vintage Stussy we would find, yeah. and we'd, like, freak out about that or something, like, you know, and we'd have, like, a Nike piece, a polo piece, like, Couple things like you know, like Tommy, Tommy and Tommy and poppin'. Polo was like popping when we first got into selling so. and so and we had a good amount of that we would find at the thrifts and everything. So um we, went we just and got kinda, our
1: shitty ass rack at Target. Yeah,
2: and we <laughs> just like popped it up and I remember we literally we put out sold like, every I brought out like twenty pieces and we I think sold, we
1: brought out like maybe 30 or 40 pieces yeah but still we only had like five or six pieces on the tent we sold like everything yeah
2: well actually the first time we didn't even have a rack i brought just a couple of pieces and i hung them yeah i know well she was still doing the necklaces heavily and so i was like i need to make money too so i brought like five jackets and i just they were just windbreaker jackets like you know and we sold all of them and i was like yo we should bring like like more next time and so we brought more and then we sold like almost all of them. It was like we had maybe like three left. I mean, we we're selling for like twenty bucks a piece, you know? Something. And so it was like we, we were just got hyped. them
1: for like a dollar. Yeah,
2: and we we're just like $3. got it for a dollar, sell it for twenty. And it was like, and we were like, wow, yo, like we literally we can make a living doing this if we if we like put our all into it, you know? And like
1: and Then we got really excited into like organizing our booths and putting jackets and pants and yeah. t-shirts and button-ups and we really whenever we do something we like to go full out so we're like if we're really going to start doing this we need to make our booth look like the best booth at melrose yeah and
2: it was like it quickly changed from like oh we could maybe sell one or two things to like we did kind of good one time and
1: go to all the three yeah and we
2: were like all right and we didn't have any like connections with anybody we didn't know anyone in the vintage game like we were just like, we're hitting, like Buffalo, hitting Sabres and Goodwills Sabres. and Buffalo exchanges. Like,
1: Who were
0: some of the people selling back in those early days? I mean, uh,
1: James was still there. Yeah, James, forever.
2: actually 1980 was there I heavily. Wasn't that Who else was there? Uh Big Mike. Yeah, Big Mike. I don't hey, know. And
1: kamikaze. I don't know. Kamikaze. If you, met you might know them. Frish.
2: Um they're like some Melrose guys. They used to collect a lot of people. like
1: uh hip hop tees and can and cross colors. So that's kind of why we tapped in with them because we were already super collecting that stuff and we're like, these are our dudes. Like Yeah.
2: <laughs> and like I know Steve from Pop Up was selling He's heavily been selling back then. Um and I remember like, you know, we would we would just sell when when we would pop up we would sell and every week i would learn something new like i remember we didn't even know what single stitch was. And then I remember one day we heard about what it was and we ran back home. We looked through all we our t shirts. We were like, <laughs> yo, know, we have so many single stitch shirts. And like,
1: we're like, we got the tags. You know, we
2: knew they were old shirts, yeah. like, but we just we, didn't. We know. went more
1: by like tags. we knew like old Nike tags and Haynes tags, but we just didn't pay attention to if it was single or double. Yeah. We, we just crazy. knew that it was from the 80s or 70s or 90s. Yeah. Or
0: we checked the date. You know, yeah, was, everything
1: date. was dated. You know. Yeah. So but so once like, you you realized, and everybody like, else. So that, yeah. that
0: whole phenomenon is a new thing. And I've said that before. Like, it's not
2: yeah.
0: It's not like anybody was checking that shit even five, six years ago. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. Did. I mean,
2: it was crazy when no, we learned about it. I was chocolate. like, what? Oh, that, that has like, that determines whether, whether it's old or not. And then, like, I mean, still today, there's, there's old, there's old double stitch shirts from, oh, yeah. yeah even that, yeah. Even the eighties, there's some double stitch. I remember shirts. like
0: when you guys were coming to the ball for those first, probably for the first year or more. Yeah. I didn't know what you guys did. I had no idea. You <laughs> never talked very much because you guys would come in so quick. <laughs> we were and in and gone. out quick. You'd be like, shit, oh, it's 4.30. They're gone already. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, we yeah. would come because we were selling at Melrose when we come to Rose Bowl. So we would come from, like, the 3 a.m. to 4, 5, And then we had 6. to be set
2: up by, like, 6.
1: Yeah, then we'd have to be as set up by 6. So we'd have to dip out, cop as much as we could, bring some stuff to Melrose keep some stuff sorted because we were still like we would buy a bunch of stuff and then some of the unicorns and the pieces that we really love we just kind of set to set them to the side and then sell everything else we could at melrose the same day like
0: (laughs) yeah it's crazy i've seen the bedroom (laughs) yeah it's crazy (laughs) so i guess when you guys brought me that flyer when you did your first big drop right you guys brought that flyer. your first drop was like what how long ago is that
1: it was, it was a, a year, year ago. ago, literally last August.
0: Yeah, was, it was August ninth of last year. Full year ago, and you guys, how? So August 9th last year, you dropped this crazy collection. You turned your house into a store. Into a store, <laughs> yeah. I've seen. I mean, it. so like, your living room is racked. Your your TV room is racked. Your bedroom is like stacked with T-shirts. I didn't even go in, <laughs> but. Yeah. Oh yeah, the kitchen was full of clothes too. Our had so
1: many clothes we couldn't even put yeah. there.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. We usually just eat out because we just had so much clothes everywhere. We didn't have room. I mean, it was like we committed fully to the fact that like we're going to run a business out of our, our house. First... We got we got rid of our couch. That was our favorite oh day. God. Like it was insane. So like we used to have a roommate and once he moved out, we um, we used to
1: pop up in there for like homies and a couple clients at Melrose. We'd put like two racks up put a couple of teas on the wall, but we could only use like part of the living room. We didn't want to take up everything. The and we used to do room. a lot of like, we used to go to a lot of warehouses and buy a bunch of stuff and do small wholesale buyouts with like the Japanese clients and people yeah. who came in. So for the longest weekends. time we weren't,
2: you know, we weren't selling on the high end. We were selling on the, we were, we were middlemanning stuff. I mean, we would go, you know, put 10, 20 hours in at, at the warehouses and we would find, you know, three, 400 pieces and we'd flip 400 pieces in, weeks worth of time because we would buy them for 10 or five and flip them for 15 or 20 like we weren't looking for a a big margin we were just like how fast can we get this stuff and get it out you know and like we would meet people at Melrose and be like if you need more stuff like we do appointments at our house you know during the week and it got so popular we're like we need to turn our house into like a full-on operation because it was like
1: already saving like our favorite pieces so By the time that we were ready to turn our house into a store like our roommate was about to move out and we were like, yo, what if we made like the living room like the mid middle grade like cool affordable stuff and then we put all the pieces we've been saving for years in this in that small room, we called it the VIP room. Yeah. And by the time he moved out, we kind of looked in our room at the collection of stuff that we didn't really wear. It was just stuff we were curating. because yeah, if sell, I find, like, you know, a Nirvana found, like, a, shirt yeah. or something that we didn't love personally, because we only wear stuff that we really, really love. So if it wasn't something that was really our cup of tea, we'd just like put it under our bed. And we still know? knew
2: it was worth good money. And at that time, we were selling wholesale. So we didn't have the, we didn't like if we put it out, we, and we were very honorable with like, we would tell people like yo if you buy 25 items or more our prices are like cheap like, like
1: half off. yeah
2: like everything is really really cheap so we would you know like the most expensive piece we would sell for is like 60 bucks like everything was like under $60 so we didn't and want so to
1: put those we didn't want to put
2: those up. good pieces up there we would just put them in our room and hide them and we're like whenever we get to the point where we we've built ourselves up enough where we can maybe charge more than 60 bucks like you gotta we'll work start, your
1: way up yeah like you totally. got to work
2: your way up so and then we finally were like, yo, let's, we had like,
1: we had probably like
2: 600 pieces that were, um, you know, that we had saved. And that was, um, I think it ended up being around 800. But when we like, when our roommate moved out, we had probably had about 600 and we were like, we're going to start the VIP room and we're like going to start charging over a hundred dollars on stuff. And we would every once in a while, find a piece and charge over a hundred. But most of the time We'd we would keep just it, keep it. Yeah. Cause it was like, we weren't there yet. We knew that we didn't, we didn't have the following yet. We didn't, you know, or, or the platform connections
1: or anything. Yeah, we like didn't. That. We
2: hadn't met enough people, and we were just, you know, we knew the people that we knew, and we knew like I was selling Betty Betty Boop shirts for like twenty five dollars, you know, just like we didn't want to try, boom, try boom. to
1: charge the most and rip people off when we didn't. You have to pay your dues to be able to work your way up. I feel like to be yeah. able to charge what you, you got to you learn. learn. Yeah.
0: You got to learn what's yeah. up with it. It takes time. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you just got to be a know yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Like that's what I feel like. Sometimes people forget or sometimes people don't remember that you're forever a student like you can always keep learning i'm sure yeah. you even know that like you're the goat of all goats but yeah. i'm sure you find somebody- <laughs> no trust me we talk about you all the time we're yeah.
2: like no you're the goat <laughs> jesse and drew have been like because it's like it's proof to me i'm like yo y'all are the first vintage website that i ever even even heard of like yeah other than the fact that you could find you kind of set the t-shirt on ebay for
1: selling vintage like creating a platform so us to be able to be like all right we want to work ourselves up to be able to charge like a certain price or have a collection of pieces pieces that people respected so yeah it kind of came to that point that we got to be able to create our space in our house and that was the most fun oh like, my gosh like it was that was a legendary. yeah it was
2: yeah we love it like and we, we we recorded a lot that year and we're so happy we documented a lot of that because
1: we have so many videos in our phone that we never yeah like post. just dance really?
2: videos us like yeah. playing around Yeah,
0: okay i was gonna say around. this when you guys were talking about all the dancing we need to see more dancing
1: yeah yeah is okay, oh, so like that's
2: yeah. it we're gonna i mean i'm telling you now we're we're letting we it all out there. A lot.
1: but this year like now we were waiting until we created Cause when we create videos, like we have a lot of, we have videos of us just uh, practicing for like three hours, just on my phone, just long hours. But when we want to drop something, we like to create like a cool concept. Like we just did a earthling VIP custom drop. And we had a lot of the B boys break in all the clothes. Homies. And we really want, when we drop like dance videos, we want to create like an artistic video, you know? Yeah. Really we want to really,
2: I mean, we just want to add as much as we can into it because we
1: just dance to dance but when we can create something even more elevated it just yeah it goes back to that balance
2: where it's like now we have full creative control because we're the stylists we're the directors we know
1: videographers we know some videographers
2: now like we've built ourselves up a little bit in in la and and being in the dance world and being in the fashion world and talking and meeting with everyone we've met enough people now where we're like we could make full-on commercials videos you know music videos whatever it may be you know we're really like we have the confidence that we can do it the way because like we're not half-assers like I'm not gonna just put out a random video of just you know
1: yeah that I'm not proud
2: of like I mean I really want it to be something that we Conceptualized and really made it something that we love. We'll put
1: like little clips on our stories, not on the earthling page, just on our personal page for yeah. fun. But well, that's, when that's we put stuff on the earthling see. page, yeah.
0: Um, so that that first drop you guys did, you know, in my eyes, that's kind of what like blew you up. And I don't know, how do you guys feel about that? No,
1: it's yeah, we had two
0: thousand
2: followers.
1: We didn't Before make our that Instagram like, a couple years into when we were selling. All of our homies were like, yo, if you made an Instagram, everyone would fuck with your page. You guys always have crazy stuff. And we're
2: very, like, anti-internet
0: people. Yeah. We're just very, like, earthy people. We like to we're be like,
1: underground. Like, yeah. yeah and, like, I mean, to so, be
0: honest, it's not all about, e- I, don't, I mean, sure, like, every, everyone sees it on Instagram, but, like, in reality, right. what you did was physical. What you did was yes. real. What you did we're was yeah. on Instagram, people, yeah. which is no, scary. Yeah. yeah. You know? No, for sure. And that's like you, you got to meet the people, you know, a lot of big heavy hitters came to your house, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot of people name some name some name some people that came and cashed out that day.
1: I'm oh trying to God. think uh, so, so many people okay, came that right You now. know,
0: you
2: follow Animals Los Angeles now. Um yeah. he was there supporting. Obviously, Rich was there, RS Vintage, um we Broken had
1: Vintage, a broken lot of vintage. Japanese buyers came out Mina and uh Yeah,
2: Mina and Dasa, I'm, I'm sure you know them. Um what
1: uh, uh James came.
2: Yeah, a lot of everyone came and supported it. was like it blew our mind. We had 300 people show up to our house. We were cool like kids what in the hell? Was there?
1: there was a Your neighbors was are a like well, what is there?
2: going on here. Yeah, I mean yeah. neighbors <laughs> yeah we warned our neighbors yeah. for sure all yeah, of
1: our did. neighbors were really cool yeah they were was, they were good sports the first <laughs> spot was like a barber shop he kind of renovated his spot into a store too then we had our spot our other neighbor did music and then there was like two families in the back and they were like you party we party do whatever you want yeah so they like were really nice. cool yeah so Man, it, it
2: worked out we were in we a were good blessed. place to kind of grow we kind of um,
1: finessed doing that drop there <laughs>
2: yeah for sure who else came i'm trying to think
1: so many people came. yeah i
2: mean it was it was really cool it was like it was just a, it changed Total our whole experience. perspective we were like wow like
1: people really people us. people
2: stood in line for vintage t-shirts like that we thought maybe
1: like 20 to 50 people were gonna come and we had 300 people lined up at our door and we were like what yeah. the fuck i had it was no crazy. idea it was,
2: it was really crazy i mean it's, it's still it still blows blessing. our mind now like it's
1: the fact insane. that you know
2: yeah. people were down to stand in line for to buy yeah. from us like so that's
0: dope. and it's cool yeah. I mean, wow. it's one of those things that's uh, like innovative in a way you know you took it like you took it backward you put brought the store into your house but yet it's like grassroots but innovative interesting yeah. fun personal um yeah and i don't even think i think I followed you on Instagram for like a little bit before that, but not very long. Cause like I said, yeah. those early days at Rosebowl, like I, I, I probably didn't even follow you on Instagram until I got the flyer, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Right. I yeah. I mean, you
1: always asked us like, yo, do where you guys, do you guys sell? What do you guys do? Like, what do you guys do? <laughs> like, do, you, guys do? And yeah. you always come and buy a bunch of stuff, but where yeah. are you bringing it to? Right. <laughs> and, and
2: I mean, even at that point, like all the best stuff we were buying, like we were investing in stuff that like we had never sold that, higher price like I would buy a shirt for $200 and I'm like wow I've never even sold a shirt for $200 like I wonder like I'm I'm gonna try to get 250 you know what I mean it was like I mean it, like we had but like it wasn't like it wasn't like we were doing that often you know like nowadays what, your, it's like what was that. the, the point whole world when, is like
0: where was the point when you realized like okay shirts can go for ridiculous money like when or what was the first piece you seen sell or the first piece you sold or like when did it click when did it click
1: I don't even know. I remember a long time ago we had this crazy Stevie Wonder shirt, and I still—that's the only piece I forever regret selling. it was like a that brown one. It was like a '90s one, but it was super crazy. And I and think we, we just sold love it Stevie Wonder. Like, yeah, I think we sold it for like two hundred because we were like, Stevie Wonder's the truth. We're gonna charge whatever we want to charge for this. Yeah, shirt, like? and it
2: was like one of those ones where it's like, I mean, we had we had sold a shirt for like eighty dollars, and we thought that was a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: hundred, like. like
2: You know and i don't know and also like being like supporters and uh of the you know like we always spent our money like back into the community like we would always whatever if we wanted to wear something cool like i kind of like spent like we both kind of spent our money and so like once we sold something for 200 like we were like yo now we got to go out there and buy Buy something something. for for 200 for ourselves
1: like rationalize that if yeah. we can spend something then we can charge that to be able to feel Yeah, I wanted to play the customer too. Yeah.
2: Cuz it's like if I can justify like spending a lot of money on something then someone else could. Like I remember the first expensive shirt we ever bought was I
1: think the delicious Yeah, vinyl we got a two. delicious
2: vinyl shirt from Round 2 and it was priced for 250 and that's back when um when they were still like throwing deals out there and we actually walked into Round 2 and like asked um like we would always walk in there but we would never really buy much you know because it was like really you know it would just look and we would maybe grab like one thing i mean like one thing for like to them over the counter yeah we used yeah to we sell would sell to
1: them a lot yeah
2: this was back when like guests was really popping and like i would find a lot of guests stuff to sell them a
1: bunch of guest shirts even for like those were the shirts we were selling for 100 150 tommy stuff like yeah. t-shirts weren't really hitting that hard like we had i sold them. we had a ice cube shirt for Two years that we were asking, I think originally asking two hundred. That was the shirt we were charging a lot. Then we brought it down to like one fifty. One fifty, and then it we bought it from our homie Richard RS vintage. For a hundred, then we brought it down to one twenty, then we were like, All right, let's ask hundred. This one And we we're like, I guess
2: we just have to get rid of it for what we got it for. And we sold it for
1: 100. It took us like a year or two to yeah, sell it, that. It shirt. took a year to sell. And it's, it's like crazy.
2: nowadays that shirt would sell
0: probably I don't know, four or five hundred yeah. dollars like that. You know, I mean, it's t-shirts like shirts back then were hitting, it was just a lot different. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was different. Was you different. could get big or like the older stuff, like certain rock tees rockies and yeah, not what's hitting now.
1: Yeah. We yeah. were selling rock tees like crazy. People would come up to us looking at our shirts were usually a hip-hop shirt or, like, a history shirt or something, and they'd be like, yo, where's all the hip-hop tees? Because we were only selling rock shirts and, like, brand shirts because yeah, it's keep like all the hip-hop shirts. Yeah, because, I mean, you
2: know? even even now, it hurts us to sell hip-hop shirts. Like, we love – We just love them. Yeah, we just love hip-hop tees because yeah. that's what we, we grew love up hip-hop. on. <laughs> yeah, and so it was just, you know, like, we'll sell 100 rock tees to buy, you know, 30 really good hip hop shirts. You know, it's like that's how we were doing it. But then we got so many customers coming in being like, yo, I want that shirt off your back though. Like, why don't you have any of of those Nas shirts? And like, why don't you have any Erica Badu shirts available? And I'm like, because I keep that stuff. Like, I, I sell all this stuff to go pay good money on
0: these because
1: we're collectors first. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, we yeah. started collecting,
0: you know, yeah. so
2: it kind of, well, I love
0: that. My... I love that, that what you just said about becoming the customer and it like rationalized yeah. rationalizing it with yourself and it's it goes for so many different levels like yeah. it goes for like like cr- theft too like a lot of people in the game will like will like fuck somebody over to like right get a deal or like steal something and then try to sell it but you're like yeah no that karma's coming right back at you and it's the same karma like you're saying like buying karma and yeah. sell karma it's like you got to be able to like have that energy out there to be getting that energy yeah
1: yeah for sure i remember and when we... you gotta go through being a customer to know what you like about being a customer what you don't like we used to go into vintage stores and be like all right i love this about the store how they organize it but i don't like how maybe you walk in and no one doesn't say anything to you and they're just waiting for you to buy something so you learn and you figure out what would work for a seller because you yeah. want your clients to feel comfortable because yeah, like with very
2: you. people people you know like Going back to like our yeah like we love the in person interaction because it's like you get to meet us you get to meet the people that collected and curated the shirts and
1: have a whole conversation with them about one shirt and and then I get
2: to learn the customer too like being on the other side of it like I get to learn the customer
1: what they collect what they love
2: you know and it's like all right cool you love you know you love these shirts cool I'm gonna go out and look for some of those for you you know whether it's actually gonna end up in your hands again but it's like the next time you come I want to have like if someone liked i don't know betty boop shirts and it's like i only had one and they bought it And i'm like all right cool they like betty boop shirts i'm gonna go out and find five more so the next time they come there's five of them for them to pick through instead of just yeah. buying the one that i had you know
0: that's what i miss about the bowl so much yeah know, having uh, those interactions with people and are you guys back at the flea now at melrose
1: uh we were yes. right when they opened we took the last like three weeks off because we've really been focusing on creating this space because we're about to open on saturday and we just kind of need to put our all into this we actually did a live like two three weeks ago and sold everything we had at the flea market so that we could work on this space yeah
2: we just auctioned everything well we auctioned half of it and then did like uh fixed prices on half of it and everything sold and even the ones that didn't sell off the fixed prices we auctioned them at the end so and we
1: could just get rid of we everything. just
2: didn't we just wanted to kind of like start over start over and so we could just like only
1: we needed the money
2: yeah <laughs> and we were like we are running down to our like we like i said we've so, spent we spent everything on this this yeah. move so yeah
0: so let, let's get into this okay that's the reason we're doing that well i'm doing this because i like you guys you're my homies <laughs> but, uh, also because we're gonna promote the shit out of this event and it's this saturday right yep See, I'm this. One holy shit like day. what 24
2: it's 24 crazy. hours yeah.
0: basically because i'm putting this out in the morning so yeah. 24 hours if you're listening to this if you're in la you got to go check this <laughs> out give the quick plug of where it is give the address we're going to talk about it though um well so, so actually
2: we can't give out it? the address it's all okay. it's actually kind of full at this point okay. um
1: we could probably fit just a few. More. We're squeezing a few people in there because you never know; a couple yeah, so people we, might not show up. We actually have five hundred people coming on Saturday.
2: So we we did a RSVP. So that's how we did it. Just because you know, With COVID's COVID, going on right now. We can't we can't like legally have blow
1: up the block. Yeah, we
2: can't just have like five hundred people show up all at one time. Yeah. So we did it. We did it hour slots. So we dropped a photo, um, of the space, um, about a month ago. And we did RSVP first come first serve, and we did it in in time slots. So we're allowing thirty to thirty-five people per hour, starting at like eight a.m. in the morning. And so it starts at eight a.m. and it's gonna go all the way until uh, eleven or midnight. And we're doing thirty-five people uh, per hour. So it's like, you know, in order from people that DM'd us, we're like, your slot time is nine a.m. Your slot time is ten a.m. Your slot time. So. So people kind of show up throughout the day. And so we can kind of each person, each uh, group gets an hour to shop everything. And then, um, you know, if, I mean, if, if
0: it wasn't COVID, we would just be like,
1: pull you up, know, whenever. pull up
0: whenever.
2: Yeah, but um,
0: no, yeah, I this feel that. Kind of that, the... makes, that that makes sense. So anyway, hit them up RSVP. You might be able to get in if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, you know, DM us. One of my questions was you, you mentioned it. You're like, we invested so much into this. I mean, it's not, oh my it, God. it doesn't, it doesn't, take a big hit on the pocketbook if you're like a t-shirt here a t-shirt there a t-shirt here a t-shirt there like you probably did on your first one right where it was kind of yeah like, you didn't even think about it because you just put a couple away here and there yeah, um, yeah. But this one you probably actually went out and spent up and made this happen because you basically yeah. created this whole thing through covid
1: um well actually so we after started, we did our last drop in august right after we did the last drop we, we started curating for, for this one. this drop we started collecting our hip hop tees. We actually started collecting movie tees and really crazy cartoon tees because they actually didn't even crazy really have a big market, market hit. at that time. But we just wanted to create. We were like, what if we put together 300 movie tees and someone, everyone loves movies. So if you could come in and pick any movie tee you wanted, and everyone loves movies, so if you could pick through all of those, you're gonna find something that you love. And we started with the movie tees, then we started collecting Rodman teas and the specific uh rock tees and we wanted to get a really big rt collection so we've a few pieces we've had for longer than a year but we really started collecting it last august and that's kind of how we built up so much stuff because if we started like a couple months ago we went to been able to get all this stuff yeah so we have it's a, we put in a lot of money into yeah this we series. have uh
2: we have over a thousand items in this drop so this this drop we started early on right after the our first drop it blew our mind we were like wow and we had you know after our grand opening it was the first time we ever made any like real like money is any time we had any like savings and we were like yeah. what are we going to do with the savings like we're going to invest it and we're like what are we, we going to invest it collect, in in so. our business so we're like let's collect and curate a better class. version of this like i was like we actually only had like four movie tees in the last drop we had like a tales from the crypt like maybe a, a, a Men Clockwork in Black, Orange. A Clockwork Orange, and like
1: a couple Terminators, and like a couple
2: Terminators, and we we're like that was weak. Like we need movie. We were
1: kind of upset we didn't have that many movie T's, so we were like, yeah. let's just start really collecting those. And we knew we were gonna do a drop at some point, but we didn't know when, when. or where because we didn't want to do it in the same space. So it was it was kind of the whole year we really started collecting them. Anytime we made money, we pair our bills with it, reinvest a little bit into selling stuff so we can make more money and then stashing pieces. So we kind of split our money into three so that we could balance it and stack up these pieces. Every time we went and bought like, 50 pieces we'd stack like 10 15 yeah. of them and the best the pieces
2: we were hiding from everyone yeah. we were the like uniforms. no, even our friends like we were like oh yo we just we just found this crazy team we wouldn't
1: show anybody we'd just
2: like stash it put it under our bed we had like <laughs> under our bed was like all the craziest stuff and like people would come into our room and they wouldn't even see like they'd see our personal collection but like that wasn't even the stuff that we were going to sell in this collection. So yeah, we were like,
0: gotta, I, I mentioned it before. I've been in your bedroom. <laughs> bedroom was crazy. Like that shit blew my mind. You guys, had, <laughs> you must've had more than a thousand t-shirts in your bedroom. When I went in there, it was oh, yeah. Stacks, yeah, we, yeah. And stacks of heat. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like,
2: we love to, it we took love to years like,
1: to get all yeah, I mean, it did. I mean,
2: sure. we just, we just fell in love with like, if we have one of these, like right now, I'll give a little insight of something that we are gonna do in the future. We don't know when we're gonna finish, but we're collecting a lot of drug shirts right now.
1: We've been collecting them for. And a we've long been collecting time. them
2: for a long time. Like anything, like cartoon drug related, like we've just been buying that up for a while. And
1: hippie stuff. We have like
2: mm-hmm. I'm looking at the stack over there right now. We probably have like
1: a couple hundred, maybe
2: like a couple hundred of them just sitting there. And it's like we don't know when we're gonna do that drop, but like. And that's, and that's something not, that we've had to That's decide. not in this, this. not in this drop. No, no. So we we, we have drops that like there's a for the future. The first thing that ever actually um, we ever did this was was with history shirts. So there's like,
1: this, well, we we collect a bunch of history shirts, but there's this yeah. brand called Casey's World, and the tag kind of looks like a cross colors tag. It's a little circle with like the yellow, red, green logo, but they do a lot of history tees, and it just has a really a lot of empowering people on it. So. We got really into collecting those, yeah, and, and
2: mainly for ourselves at yeah. first. And then we were like, we kept finding them, and like really no one cared about them. We were at first we were getting them for twenty bucks, and then we seen a couple people started charging fifty, and then a couple people started charging a hundred, and some of those like all over print ones, you know,
0: they some people go like one fifty, even two hundred. And talking like like, like the, the positive black man behind you, that's yeah, shirt yeah yes, or like very similar to this yeah yep. just like okay. this
1: so this is yeah. casey's world the positive people yeah um it'd be like great heroes or like women of power it's yeah. just a lot of um inspiring people you know who yeah kind of like,
2: history is important and we're like These history shirts, is where you are now. yeah it's mm-hmm. like if someone's down to pay 500 for you know a, a rap shirt it's like this has I, way
1: more meaning i personally
2: think that this is yeah, just, it's, as, just cool. as meaningful and just as cool and we never, we still to this day, like, haven't, we don't really want to sell them, because they're just so, like, they're just so unique, and, like, I don't know if we ever will, yeah, we might just do, like, a museum type thing for them, and just, like, show them, and maybe not even sell them, but, um, we just
1: love collecting, that kind of,
2: that kind of made us realize, like, yo, what if we collect a lot of one thing, like, whether it be movie teas, cartoon teas, whatever, and, like, that kind of inspired us to, like, collect other stuff that we didn't maybe care so much about, and we could sell them, like, you know, we're not super, super, super into rock. And so our last drop had like three, 400 rock tees in it. And it's like, we were down to sell those and we could give, you know, solid prices. And, you know, when you care about something, it kind of, it hits those nostalgic strings. So it's hard for you to price it. Cause you're like, Ooh, like I would pay this much, but then they would pay, you know, but when you're a little bit separated from it, you can kind of look at it in a, in an outside perspective and, and give like a solid, like, all right, this, and you, you know, as long as you do your research and you find out, what's what and you know what I mean it's like you know we obviously
0: but how do you feel like you're right it is hard like I some things I've priced stupid high because I'm like that's just so cool to me but then other people are like you're crazy yeah okay right I mean but that's because I like it and yeah everyone has those pieces of course but right now the market's so fucking topsy-turvy it's like going nuts it's like I'm finding it so hard to figure out what the prices are what the values are dude I'll tell you right now we just finished
2: pricing like this two was three days ago
1: time it was really hard for it us was to hard because like, we wanted to usually like, we're like how much is this we'd both say it on the dot 200 th- yeah. how much is this three this time we're like he's saying three i'm saying 450 or five and then we're yeah.
2: like
1: it's, it's like, so crazy
2: like yeah it's and, then, to and, a and then we gotta call it. we gotta call our friends like yo what do you think about this i think 300 she thinks 450 and he's like nah bro i seen that sell yesterday for 500 and we're like what like it's like blowing our mind. I'm like, it's cause crazy. in a day, something could change, you know, with like all the live auctions and everything. And, you know, I mean, we, we've always like, we're always watching everything and we're always studying, whether it be eBay comps, whether it be on live auctions, whether it, you know, be just hitting someone up, um,
1: and we also do buy a shirt price based off, like you were saying off our taste, if we off think something's heart, you know? really cool, we're going to tax on it. Or if we think, or if we really appreciate it, like we have this Jill Scott shirt in yeah, our drop. Exactly. We always talk about this one because we've bought a bunch of Jill Scott tees for like 60, 80, 20, 100. But this shirt, like Jill Scott is such a legend. And um, to us, the person who's going to buy it is going to feel the same way as we do. I would pay up on a Jill Scott shirt, but no one charges it. So we're going to put her a little bit higher because.
2: Then, yeah, just because of our personal our taste. taste. Like the market isn't saying Jill Scott's are dope right now, but we're like, hey, well, she we think dope. she's dope, so we're gonna we're gonna price her up. If someone's down to pay three, four hundred, five hundred, who who cares the number for a Lauren or you know a Brandy or you know anyone that kind of is in the same genre as her? She I'm like, why doesn't why isn't she getting the shine either? And so it's like, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. that's with things.
1: everything. Yeah, yeah
2: and that's with everything. It's like you know one rock shirt's going for ten, ten, twenty dollars, and the next rock shirt's going for you know a thousand, and it's like, you know, it's it really it's really up to the to all of us too mm. as the sellers
0: to show the people what's dope also and it's like
1: we also price that was cool the whole collection
0: well exactly i was gonna say yeah. that you no know, you're you know something like those history tees it's kind of like you're you're curating something that no one else has really curated and you're making you you, you could literally single-handedly make that make that cool put it on the map right
1: yeah right yeah
0: and then with with curating the whole collection like you have a thousand pieces it's like you're adding value to it just by doing that and you're also yeah. you're adding convenience to people it's like they're gonna right. fi- like you said they're gonna find that movie to you that they're like shit that was my favorite jam i want that tea. yeah yeah and like you're you you for sure add a lot of value by doing it that way
1: yeah right 100%. i mean it's I feel like people can respect it once you've really put the time in. We've put I mean, a year took, if not longer. Yeah, I would say some pieces longer. I would say
2: a year to 2 years this a collection year. kind of has like been manifested, mm-hmm. you know, in a we way. We did
1: last drop in between this one, so we some pieces we shirts. didn't even put in last drop cuz we were like let's wait till we get a different space or wait till we get yeah. more stuff that kind of goes with the genre and Yeah, it's just like when you curate and collect something, like when we go to other people's drops or like Chico, do you know Chico's Closet and Esco?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: every time they do drops like I'll cash they're out amazing. on something because they put that one of the first guys on the,
0: on the podcast if you go back to like yeah. the first episodes he was that's like, true. yeah
1: i actually listened to that i forgot yeah. about that that's a long time ago yeah. but and so that's like they're they're real ones
2: yeah they kill it and you can you know, respect
1: their prices because you know they put so much work into curating the pieces and they that don't
2: do they, they don't do just t-shirts they're they're getting unreleased photos from photographers from the 90s they're pizza getting
1: boxes from pizza do, boxes the, right from thing, do like, the right thing
2: like crazy. yeah all totally. this amazing stuff that i'm like wow i didn't even think of that you know and it's like just the fact that i even think of that i respect that you know and it's like
1: just the fact you went that far like i'm gonna grab this piece from you because i love it and you put the time into collecting it and putting yeah. something cool together And like
2: they're there i know i don't know when but they're it says in their bio on the chico and esco page they're gonna do like a mob deep installation and Can't i'm like wait. i don't even like i've been searching 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 and scouring for like like, a mob (laughs) deep shirt yeah and it's like i still haven't gotten my hands on
0: one and it's like i'm so excited you've ever had one man yeah Yeah. i don't even know if we've ever had one it's they're they're hard and like
2: i'm surprised that they're even doing i'm like how do y'all even have enough mob deep merch to even put a collection together that's crazy and you know and it's like I, i respect that so much when someone you know goes for the gusto when they're like i'm going to do something that no one's done and like that's kind of always been our our look at it too we're like let's put together the best
1: best for the stuff people, like,
2: like... yeah and it's like convenience like you said it's like you know people want microwavable food they want it right now right <laughs> there they don't want to wait six months and go do the work for it and that's fine we'll do the work we're happy to do it and we'll put it all together for you and you know it does come with a price but at the end of the day you get to come you get to look through a thousand shirts you get to pick your favorite one
1: find that personal you've been trying to find for years and years and years because it's like
2: i there's days where i'm like damn man i've been looking for this for five years and i still haven't found it and it's like you know when when you get to go to go to a space and just pick something out that you know like you're gonna love forever and keep forever it's like you know know?
0: like that thing people always say well they used to say it more now Oh, I could just go find this in the thrift, you know, that's like, that's like, that's like a reseller's nightmare quote, right? I could oh just go God, find yes. this in the thrift. It's kind of that quote is kind of dying away because people now are becoming more educated as this business grows, like the lives and Instagram is kind of promoting knowledge about what this stuff is and how hard it is to find and like how you can tell the difference between the mall tea and the real vintage tea. 100%.
1: And, like
0: people get it now, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, and you definitely. really can't
1: go to the thrift to find it anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, my my it.
0: response
2: would be like, "All right, I'll see you go next try. week with that <laughs> thing." You know, it's
1: like, like people at the flea market will sometimes still say that, but yeah. people in the community are definitely getting away from that because yeah. you know, you- <laughs> oh yeah,
2: of course, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So those days were like, I remember there was like we had a Grateful Dead shirt. It was like a sick ass one, and we had a good price on it. It was like one fifty, and this guy like walked up to it and he oh, wanted it, and then his friend, his friend, uh. Walked up to it or walked up to it with him he's and like, was like, he's like, yo, how much are you asking? Or uh, the guy asked how much he was asking on it. Or no, I think we just had the price on it and he asked his friend like, yo, how much is it? And he's like, one fifty. He's like, it was a tie dye, just like it was like the bear, kind of made out of the tie dye. No print, no like print at all. It was just like the tie dye made sick. the like Grateful Dead yeah. bear and it was sick. I was like, yo, this is a great one. And they just looked at the price and his friend like grabbed him by the shirt, like tugging him away, like, bro, you could make that shit, like, yeah. you know. And it's like, yeah, of course you could, but like. It's fine. You just don't like for you to not get it is fine. You know what I mean? It's like the ones that'll get it'll run up to me and be like, Yo, this is crazy. One fifty, boom, I'll take that, you know? And so it's like it's now it's like
0: coming into that world where it's but like now you're gonna be telling the head at the flea market, you're like, That one's three thousand, that one's five thousand. They're gonna be like
1: Yeah <laughs> I know. It's, it's so crazy. crazy. No,
2: yeah. We still like to keep cheaper stuff, we separate it, yeah, of of course, stuff. Course, now
1: course. our showroom is all like that scares weird. people yeah
2: <laughs> even even 150 <laughs> scares people it so. does
1: <laughs> even at melrose and melrose is one of the best markets to sell like more high-end stuff but even over 150 people will look at you crazy unless unless they really they walk up with a vintage shirt on it right and that's it's the thing good. is like that's kind of yeah. how we
2: do it now is like we use market or we use uh melrose as like a marketing thing so it's mm-hmm. like we we come we still curate it very nicely Everything but it's like a little bit
1: under and like, under yeah
2: like we don't really go over like 200 when it comes to the shirts and then most someone walks like in you know wearing like you know the like a couple weeks ago some dude walked in with like wearing the electric rodman shirt and i was like oh he knows like and mm-hmm. so I told him, I was like, Yo, man, like we're gonna be opening up this store, our showroom, it's all appointment only. Then we're they gonna can have a, check a grand out opening here. Check the page out if you you know, yeah, it's like you kinda can guide them to the rare stuff if they're the ones if that are looking mm-hmm. for that stuff. And the ones that just wanna buy the the nice sixty dollar, fifty dollar cool vintage tea, like those are so
1: good for quick like flips and that's how you make the money to pay buy for the stuff. expensive stuff. Like exactly. you gotta buy the ten, twenty, thirty dollar pieces, sell them for 20 30 40 to 100 because that's the money you're really making money on those pieces to be able to buy and sit on a couple pieces for a month or a couple weeks or a couple yeah. months to get it to the right home and right. we'll never get away from melrose we just like to keep a little bit better price cheaper stuff because most of the people out there like to pull triggers on like Horley tees and like 2000s rock tees and just yeah, looney a little, tunes shirts, yeah, looney yeah. Tunes. okay
0: so you're in your space right now, right? Yes. Okay. How, what is this space? Cause it looks to me like an office-y <laughs> little mini warehouse or is this, are you guys living there too? Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're in so our
1: bedroom right now. It's crazy because um, we posted one level of the space, but this level, I, I know you've been to our spot and a couple other people who are listening to this. This spot is like five to six times the size of our last spot and it's three levels. So, yeah, it's so we're three on the stories. top level. This is so is, right. this, is
0: this zone for living? Is this like a loft livable? Well, it's,
1: a, it, it's called like live workplace. So everyone who's here has a business.
2: Yeah. But they also live here too. So
1: they're all lost.
2: It's really cool. Like our neighbors are really sick. Super dope. Yeah. Like our, our, uh, our neighbor to the, to the right of us, she also runs a, a vintage store called uh, Gigi's vintage. And she, she does more like true vintage stuff and it's yeah and she actually like was telling us stories about like she's like oh yeah I styled for Nicolas Cage back in the day like I used to sell the Michael Jackson and all this shit like whoa like (laughs) damn that's crazy you know and I'm like so there's people doing there's like a there's a cool salon and there's like some photo like photography spots and like we're really in like a cool little hub over here of like there's like probably 50 units that are in this uh big warehouse and it's cool
1: because it's not downtown it's it's like eight minutes from our last spot so it's still in like yeah we're like 15 minutes from our area so that's the best part about it because spots like this you can only find in the arts district downtown so we were super excited to find this spot and going downtown is a whole mission so we didn't want to go down there to get a spot we wanted to find a spot that we could live and work because we like to wake up and be in our space and just start going in. yeah
2: it's like we don't want to drive to a store and then yeah. drive home for dinner it's like we,
1: we, do, we do it all here yeah. you know do
2: it all yeah. in one space i was gonna
0: talk about this before i forgot
1: yeah what's that yeah. so
0: you guys you guys are like are you high school sweethearts like did you meet when you were that young
2: okay we so met when
0: we were 12 years yeah. old Yeah, so you were dancing back then yeah. I was I've
2: been dancing since I was six and same, same with her since like so she was like five or six but that's we met um yeah we met when we were 12 years old I was actually oh at uh I was at like a dance we were at,
1: convention. Like, we were at
2: a, like a at like a dance competition slash convention and I was with my group and uh we performed and it was really funny one of her friends wanted oh to gosh. take a picture with me and so she took the picture <laughs> and that's how we met it was like you know yeah. She was like
1: oh i think this little kid's cute like oh take my garden, right, let's there? go and take a picture whatever <laughs> and so
2: that's when we met and then we actually ended up um going to high school together
1: and we recognized each other We're yeah like, and we recognized oh. each
2: other off that that moment and so like we never really hung out until we got into high school and we didn't start dating until senior Teenage. year of high school but i actually tried to start <laughs> date. i tried to start hollering at her at like in like 10th grade oh and my
1: God. yeah it just, and it was, not it was always been. this
2: little thing I
1: was always after, yep. And always after. Yeah,
0: that's. Yeah. Really? Oh my, but my question is like, you guys live together. You live where you work. You work together. That's a lot of fucking time together. That's togetherness, okay?
1: People know we're like this.
0: <laughs> we're one human being. We tell all apart, the time. If we're
1: apart, we're like. Tripping out like we're glued at the hip Yeah, we love I know, it. it. I know it's you're one person. I'm
0: in the DMs, I'm like, who is it? I'm like, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, you just said, said it. And they were like, it's both of us.
1: It's <laughs> funny because we were both sitting there, and I would answer one thing, then you would respond, then he would answer one thing because we're literally <laughs> sitting right next to each other. We're and like, so it's both of us. <laughs> she'll do
2: something, and then she sets the phone down, and then goes somewhere, and then I pick the phone up and respond to you. So it's like it's I'm like, I don't know who's talking to you. We're both <laughs> talking to you. Like. <laughs> we're so, the same person Like you guys
0: are so tight there's never you guys never fucking fight you guys never have business disagreements or like i want to do this oh yeah we this. do for sure but like
1: we're we have a good balance like we we've been <laughs> together so long so if there's something that we're like arguing about or something small we can cut it off so yeah like fast. we've like, gotten so we just good we understand at, each other really we've bad. gotten
2: so good at knowing each other's like triggers, triggers or anything like that that like if we ever get into an argument we knock it out in five minutes like it's like like, boom 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 (laughs) and then we're like and I'm like what are you salty and she's like no and I'm like all right cool then we're fine like you know it's like we just we just like you know like even yesterday or two days ago like we were talking about a price because I think that's the main thing right now like if we argue, we're like talking about a price I'm I'm at one price she's at another and I'm like yo I don't know about this one like I feel like we should be doing 200 not 250 and then she's like well you said 300 on this one this one's dope this one's doper than than that one and I'm like so, we're sitting here, like, just mind-boggling, like, yeah, trying to yeah. figure out. Because it's, like, now that we have this you know, all-in-one collection, it's power,
0: power to you guys for being so <laughs> fucking open and tight like that. Because, you know, I I met my wife because she worked in our store. I don't know if I oh, – That's yeah. That's sick. Um, but then – so, that's, like, very different dynamic because, like, I'm boss. She's employee. So, we're dating yeah. like yeah. that for a while. And then she – she's not home right now. If you hear me talk, she's out. I'm with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so i can tell this story so anyways, yeah. uh, um she worked she, we opened another store together so we opened our second store together and then she managed it and we worked together for probably another year after that but then there came a point where it was like this boss employee relationship thing not not good for the personal relationship yeah. so yeah. we had to stop working together which is fine um yeah. but i yeah. think i think it's more com- i don't know maybe it's not but it's, i think it's more common Like, I don't know a lot of people who work so close together, live so close together, like, and are together. Yeah, as much as the other way, and I think it's yeah. People actually
1: ask us that a lot too. They're like, "How are your guys' life so close?" But that we both love a lot of the same things, and we've grown so much together that. I don't know. It'd be, I couldn't even imagine us doing yeah, like, things. It, like it. It personally like we're each other's boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's like, no she, one boss. Yeah, if there's if there's yeah, a day where I'm
2: slacking, she's bossing me around, and yeah. there's a day she's slacking, I'm bossing yeah. her around. Like, we yeah. just we balance it out. We're you gotta know, and, keep
1: each other going. Like if one person's like he was saying, if one person's not on their p's and q's that day, the other person's hyping them up to be like no, let's do this, this, and this, and make sure we accomplish these things throughout the day. Like, yeah, like, one of our, a good balance. I'll tell you <laughs> this,
2: one of our best ways that we always make sure we get up and we get something done is right before we go to sleep, we we talk to each other about what we want to do the next day. We're like, what do we got to get done tomorrow? We
1: like to make the what most we, of yeah, our day. Yeah, we like to make
2: most of our day. It's like, we, like, to wake up early, and we like to stay Even up late. Even if it's not planned,
1: like, it's just ideas and goals. Yeah, we have, something. like, a
2: huge, uh, huge list in our phone of just, like, what like even like right when we moved into this spot like in five days we had all the bones set up like a bunch of pictures up like we were racks quick
1: drilled in
2: yeah we were drilling the racks in we got everything hung up we we're steaming we were trying to price because we knew it was going to take a while but we the were, details
1: like, take the longest like the picture frames the plants, org- organizing a yeah. thousand t-shirts in a perfect order so it looks like a story when you look through it like those yeah, are the she, things that take the longest she's
2: like like it's crazy. And <laughs> yeah, and we also like another reason that we've we've learned to work really good together is like we know each other's strengths. So like she, personally, <laughs> she's she's like she goes a little bit more detailed than I will go. I can like spark the idea, yeah. and she'll like she'll execute the idea, and I'll ha- I'll be like the you know. So it's like I'll have this crazy That's idea for balance. something. That's
0: a good balance. That's a good balance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: And so like it's it's very interesting. Like my mind is I'm kind of a little bit ADHD. So like. I just have an idea and then I like move to the next thing and I'm like working on another idea. I'm
1: like, yo, and we need to go back and like actually think about this idea in full because this is like some crazy shit. If we really build yeah. off this, it could be something cool for yeah. sure. Like,
2: and also yeah, like, I she's really good important. at like taking those big giant photos that we
0: always do. <laughs> yeah. And oh, that's so funny. Picture. That's our one it Did Look, somebody commented. It was like, looks like you're floating. I, at first I was like, is she hanging on like a zip line or something? Cause yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like you're fully floating.
1: Yeah, so no. we're, like, there's those stairs that go up to our third level because the room that we took pictures of is the second level, and that's where the vintage stuff is. And I'll stand up on the stairs and hold on the railing and, like, lean over it, and I'm about to fall, and Nick's like, you're going to eat shit. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get the photo.
0: Yeah, You're a dancer, like, so you'll land on your feet no matter if you fall or not. You're good. Yeah,
1: yeah for, no, sure. for sure. But, yeah, yeah the so, photos are but, So you
0: say that's the second floor. What's on the main floor? Like, just the entrance? So
1: the, yeah, so, so the first floor is the entrance. So, yeah, the first floor is,
0: like, the
2: entrance. Um, Right when you walk in, we have, space. yeah, we're kind of treating it like our creative space. So, did you did you end up seeing the, the breaking video that we just did? The no. dance video? We'll, so we'll
1: send it to you after I'll send
2: it to you right after this. this. Um, You'll see a little bit of the first floor. So, we did this really cool, we filled the whole wall. Do you remember our bathroom at our old spot with all the records?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was head-to-toe yeah, records. Yeah, head-to-toe
2: and records and, like, cds and tapes and all that so we our
1: first floor is big yeah our first floor is
2: huge and so we basically made like this creative space where um you can we're gonna rent it out actually for photo shoots video shoots um styling gigs like whatever it's basically gonna just be like a creative space for us and for our friends our you know people that we meet clients things like that um because we do you know we do sell to a lot of people that you know do music videos they have and we a big instagram a following so they're always trying to have new photos for their instagram and yada 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 so like we wanted to kind of always have a space for that and we always wish we had one so that first floor we allowed we allowed it to keep it really open and we're really kind of trying to do more of like the creative stuff down there and we have a little corner sectioned off that we did um custom yeah we did some custom earthling stuff where we found we curated a whole bunch of uh like kind of workwear stuff like carhartt's dickie's and uh, some like Levi's we'll have jackets. we will send you
1: something. And you yeah, we'll send, it? we'll send you, you something. Up. Yeah. yeah. So basically, when we moved, we liked a lot of the workwear stuff because it already was like a little bit messed up or, or it had paint on it. So right before we moved, we curated a bunch of like Carhartts, Dickies, Stickies, jumpsuits, uh, jump Levi's overalls. jackets. A bunch of different stuff, and we had to paint our last spot because we drilled a bunch of bars into it, so we had to paint it before and we we, left. we would switch our pants like 10 times a day and just wipe our hands on the pants to give them a little bit extra love yeah. on the ones that didn't have so it. So it's
2: like real natural paint, like yeah. we didn't sit there and like paint each, yeah. we didn't like splatter yeah. around.
1: them to be super natural, like yeah. someone was painting because that's what we were doing. And then every pair of pants we did. Um, Our homie did our print work and he's a b-boy as well. We wanted to keep it within the community so we can give him money and keep supporting the people around us. But every pair of pants we did, each pair is completely different. They have the same- I'm actually
2: wearing a pair right now, so. They have the same logos,
1: but they're all in different These ones are on white, you
2: probably can't even read it, but it says Earthling Uh right here down the leg. And then on the other pair, on the other side, it has a recycling logo and earth. And then it has a clock too. So we did a clock, Earth, and recycling logo. This is like recycle stuff from the Earth, you know, that's from a long time ago. It's kind of our, our whole thing. And so,
1: and then we also have our little slogan that says "Student of the Game, Being, being of earth. the Earth." That's right. kind of just our motto. You always got to be a student of the game, and yeah. we are all Earthlings. So. We yeah, kinda wanted yeah. to create something
0: off Yeah, I'm a thirty-four waist, so hook it up.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we got you. I'm gonna send you some stuff, some pants and some hoodies or something. Yeah, we got, we got you. Got Just you.
2: let us know what you want. If you want a pair of pants, we got you. We'll we send also you got a pair send you photos six. of everything. No, that's you that's
0: super tight. Uh, yeah. I'm super stoked for you guys for Saturday. You guys are gonna kill it. We're, we're so lo- we're,
2: excited we're just excited the fact that we can see everybody it's been COVID and it's like we can't even hang out with yeah. you know all our our peoples you know and it's like
1: a bunch of homies are flying out too which is really crazy we're it super blew blessed our mind. to we got, have like, them out here. yeah
2: we have a bunch of people that are flying out and I'm like wow you guys are like y'all are Who, committing who's life. flying in
1: like future past and heat broker and uh, King of the
2: Hill vintage, yeah. um Kit vintage, five hundred
1: three vintage, five hundred
2: three vintage, bunch
1: Damn. of people, yeah, yeah so pretty, many people. I think we have um, around fifty to one hundred people who are flying, flying or at least coming from out of state. They're driving. There's some yeah, people we have from Arizona. Lots driving.
2: more people we didn't name. I mean, we have a huge yeah. list. But sorry, we didn't. Are say you guys but, Are
0: you guys gonna go to uh, Chris's flea in Florida? We so really want to.
1: Us um, we're trying and to make it Richard happen. RS Vintage. We're planning on going, but we would just be buying and kind of chopping it up with the community. Because I think it would be too hard to bring stuff out there and vend, and they already sold all the spots basically for it. Um, that was fat. it'd be really hard to bring some stuff yeah, out there. Quick. I think. But They're we keen. definitely want to go and buy some stuff. We're trying to get. Yeah, I'm
2: trying to be. Yeah. I just want to be there because I know it's gonna. Say be what a, up to everybody. Yeah, it's gonna be a great, you know, hub for. Yeah, hotel totally. Hotel. Yeah. I mean.
0: I'm trying to make it down to Cali in October. Um, Let's say, go. Come kick it. Come kick us. it. Do some buying. Obviously, I'm not. Yeah, I miss you guys. I'm not <laughs> going to be selling at the bowl because it's not open. But I don't really no. care. You know what's crazy is that our locker, you know, you've been to my locker. Yeah. We haven't touched the locker in like eight months.
1: Oh my don't God.
0: There. Prices have oh gone God. crazy high. <laughs> You're like, yo, I need to go check out my Yo, if you come dance. out here,
1: let us come through. We'll come buy some stuff. Yeah, yeah
2: for and sure. Yo, if you guys I mean, I know that um I know that Rose Bowl's not happening, but hey, you guys could pop up at Melrose. I mean Melrose yeah. is sick. I mean at the end of the day we have
1: a permanent spot, so if you guys wanna that, do it
2: Yeah, if yeah, free. we have a permanent spot. So if y'all wanna what do,
0: you do when you take the week off. You just give it to somebody?
1: Um, yeah. yeah we so, just, we one week we gave it to someone. The last two weeks they said it was all right. We didn't do it. We tried to find someone, but everyone already had their plans booked. But after this weekend, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday, we'll be there again every single Sunday. So,
2: yeah, we'll be back on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, definitely come out. Like Melrose now and even Silverlight Flea um so really they've, it's good too. yeah they've they've kind of i mean because all the all the rose bowl cats I don't have anywhere to sell so they've been selling there so it's kind of like a, it's kind of like the rose bowl f- uh you know people. smaller
1: yeah that's you know I've it's heard, just a yeah.
2: smaller yeah so it's cool it's like you know at the end of the day it's
1: a cool box, doesn't matter if true.
2: we're in one parking lot across you know it doesn't really it's, as long as it's the same people you know oh, and
0: yeah that's, exactly. it, yeah that's what makes it that's what makes it cool at so. least the
1: people who live in california yeah, right? yeah exactly Except Real, yeah. Like, i'm just yeah. happy
0: to come see everybody you know do some business yes. Go catch some waves, get some California sun if you smoke gone, Fucking smoke. Oh
1: tomorrow.
0: yeah, We're, we you know we even have smoke up here. It's blowing up from like Oregon and stuff.
1: Really? Yeah, so Oregon's crazy. been bad. I've seen. Man,
0: oh man, dude, it was like for a week straight out it's here. It's like
1: hard to breathe. Today, out here, today right? was the
2: first day I seen blue sky.
1: Yeah, it's, and oh. the sun, like the moon. The last couple nights have been, like, either orange or it's so foggy. You can only see the silhouette of yeah, the sun or the wild. moon. It's crazy out here. But,
0: Yo, can we end this? Can you quickly just walk through your space? Yeah. Yes, yes, please. Yeah.
1: All right, let me is there a way flip way to it. Flip this? Oh, yeah, right here. Okay, okay so cool. basically we're in our room right now.
0: Okay, this um, is the bedroom, guys. This is, this
1: is the third level. I'll give you just a quick flip around. We haven't completely set it up yet, but – so now let's get to the shop. Yeah, if you and stand then, up here and just pop down, you can wow, see. So wow. the ceilings are super, super high. You can even see how it goes all the way down to the third level. Yeah, we
2: still got we still got one rack out that we're trying to get everything steamed.
1: We did a crazy like picture wall here. Yeah, we have one so, rack out that's not gonna be here on the open. Look looks amazing.
0: That's a really cool space.
1: It's really beautiful, honestly. It's super industrial. The vibe is yeah, amazing. The ceilings are super high. The windows are probably our favorite part because you get the natural lighting. You don't even have to have yeah. any lights Yeah, You on. have
0: those automatic blinds, eh, that come up and down?
1: We actually yeah. have to hand, but they're really nice blinds where you yeah. can't see the sun through here. Yeah, I'll walk nice. you through this yeah. little area. So we kind of hang the shirts off our uh, railing up here. We were trying to use every part of the space as much as we could. We did another picture wall going downstairs we kind of put stuff everywhere it's like a little jungle in here yeah you know
2: so dope super sick and we can show you the downstairs too really fast as well
1: yeah so we have stuff kind of i love this uh glass wall right here it's super like That's 70s
2: brick. super like 80s 70s the old old school vibes
1: um but yeah this space is really nice and open we just this rack won't be here, obviously, but um, this space just gives us a lot more um, creativity here. Oh,
0: oh, so much on there.
1: Yeah, so this is basically the main floor. It's really simple. A lot of people don't even know we have the first floor because we didn't photograph it. And these are actually
2: all of the custom stuff, y'all. Let's give you a little sneak of the pants.
1: End it so. off with the Earthling.
2: These are like the pants. These are some car hearts. We got the three hits right there.
1: We did some without piercing. paint too, and then the little student of the game, being at right. the earth. And then
2: we actually used the. We tweaked it a little bit, but we used the Sherman Williams logo. Yeah, I was I say
0: that's Sherman Williams. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. We, we
1: took the paint can off of it because we were doing workwear. Yeah, right? it usually has a
2: paint can pouring all of the, everything on top of it. We just took that off and kept the flat circle one.
1: We had to um, tweak it. And
2: then we also did the backs of all the sweaters.
1: With the big logo with on it. big
2: logo on it, too. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: So, yeah we then the we sweaters, did a bunch of jumpsuits and overalls, denims. Denim jackets. jackets.
0: Super cool, guys. I'm super and then stoked. this is
1: like, when I send you the video, you'll see this is where we're, we were doing the breaking video. And this is kind of the area where people could rent. It could be like industrial vibe. Um super crazy colors. We have a bunch of plants everywhere. We're gonna get some like black backdrops and colored backdrops for people to do creative stuff down here. Oh yeah, we're lined up for the drop so people have (laughs) so many waters. Look at this crap. Yeah, we're we're super excited. We yeah, just we can't wait to day, so see people help. in here.
0: Yeah, we're super it's hyped. Such honestly. a sick step up. Like it's insane. Yeah. That space is so good. Like it's no, it's beautiful. I job. can't wait
1: for you to see it in person. Yeah, so. like
0: and it's
2: way easier. Yeah. Like I remember last time is like it's hard to even step into our room. Now, like if you want to come into our room, there's it's space. big. Yeah. There's space to shop. There's space to hang out down here. It's like it's a lot more. uh we, we could just do more. We could have like. When you know, everyone comes into town, we can have 10, 15 people here Still and it'll be comfortable. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, yeah, we're all hanging out. Like, we can fit 30, 35 people shopping at the same time. So it's like, it's going to be great. We're really excited to be able to have this space for everyone because it's like, it's a community based thing. So this space allows that, you know?
0: Yeah. And all yeah. people will take you up on that. You'll be getting hit up all the time everyone yeah for sure and now
2: we can do like these first four racks down here too we're gonna start uh allowing some people to do like some installations and stuff in here if they want yeah someone wants to do a little drop in la like we actually have the space to do that i remember like last year uh thrift lord asked us if he could do his pop-up at our house when we still had our other house and i'm like dude like, it's small it's so small like it doesn't like we kind of just winged it last time it was like a one-time thing but like now, now we can like we can, we can do legally that be like, doing we can legally it. do that and it's like it's not you know we're not going to be just like winging it it's now we can like we created a space that can we can do something fun y'all could do a frankie thing here if y'all want it or whatever like let's
0: do it <laughs> yeah. let's
1: do it down
0: all right uh we're gonna cut this but i uh there. i can't wait till saturday because i know it's gonna be all over the internet you guys are going over the internet again.
1: <laughs> Crazy. We're gonna get some videos of it too. So we'll put some drop videos yeah, at, we, a recap.
2: Yeah, before. we have yeah, we hired a homie, uh really close homie, same dude that did the uh um that did the breaking video that we're gonna send to you right after this. He's gonna kinda just do a full cap of the day. We so, have to
1: document it. Yeah, we
2: got to yeah. for everyone that doesn't get to show up. So yeah. But we thank you a lot for having us chopping it up, letting us fucking ramble on.
1: You're the truth, obviously. i yeah. oh, love you.
2: I, I
0: stay on all day, but it's like, I mean, this will be come out in the morning, but it's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm fucking done.
2: Are you? Bedtime. Let's no, go. No, for real. We need to sleep too. We've been running on like two hours, so. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you're getting no sleep for the next couple of days. You're going till 11 o'clock on Saturday night. That's gonna be a long day.
2: Yeah, yeah it's gonna up at be, five, staying up until probably. It's
1: gonna be two fun. I think it'll even go by pretty fast. I just want to enjoy it while it happens. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, thank you again. Yep. Thank, thank you so guys. much.
2: We love all y'all. Peace and love.
0: love. All right, another long one. Hope you enjoyed it. Nick and Hannah are gonna kill it at the event. If you missed that, follow them on Instagram. They're dropping hammers all the time. Also, if you want to support me. You can do that on Patreon. Lots of exclusive content there. Also, down below my link to my Amazon curated book selection if you wanna learn about vintage, learn about true vintage. There's t-shirt books in there. Lots of good resources. Go shop my Amazon link. Not a big fan of supporting the big box Amazon, but it's a way you can grab those books. Uh, Shop effortsandfrankvintage.com, 35% off for all listeners of the show with code VTG and stuff. And I'm probably forgetting something. I don't know. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, share it. And yeah, thanks again. I appreciate it. It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Peace out.